Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. We are over halfway through the school year, which also means we are halfway to summer. Yay! But that also might mean school lunches are getting a little bit stale. I know this is the case for me around this time of the year, and even though my kids are home this year, it can feel easy to get in the rut of the same old, same old lunches week in and week out. If you listen to my recent February grocery budget and meal recap, you heard me say the kids basically eat the same thing for lunch week after week, but they're starting to get a bit bored. And honestly, so am I. And I was curious if this was the case for many of you as well. So I asked you over on Instagram if you also felt like you were in a school lunch rut and it was a resounding yes. And I asked if you thought an episode on getting out of the mid-year school lunch slump would be helpful. And 100% of you who answered, which was quite a few, said yes. So in today's episode, we are going to talk mid-year school lunch inspiration. If that sounds like something you need, keep listening. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? Let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Before I dive in to my own suggestions, I was thinking about this episode outline as I was prepping a recipe in the kitchen earlier today and my nine-year-old walked by. I thought it would be fun to get a kid's perspective, so I asked her what she thought about lunch ideas for the springtime. As soon as she started talking, I thought, let's record this. So I kicked my husband out of our room and I brought her in to share her ideas on spring school lunch ideas. So let's roll that clip. 
I thought it would be fun to bring my daughter Sage into the room and ask her for some of her suggestions. So Sage, you have no idea what we're talking about, right? I mean, I kind of primed you. I was asking you a couple questions in the kitchen and I decided we would pop in here, kick daddy out of the room and answer um, a question or not a question, but a suggestion that my listeners had because we were talking about school lunches and getting into a school lunch slump as a mom. And I figure as a kid, you probably also get into a bit of a slump and get bored eating the same thing over and over again. So what I want to know is... If you are a kid in school, it's partway through the year, or maybe you're a kid at home, it's partway through the year, you're kind of bored with your lunches, what are some things that you would enjoy to jazz up, change up, mix up your school or at-home lunches during the school day? Okay, so since it's almost Easter, maybe, hmm, I don't know. Oh, I know. So, like, you get pizza dough and you cut it out like a bunny and then you put cheese olives pepperoni whatever you like your toppings whatever toppings you like and then you bake it so then it's like a little bunny pizza that's a cute idea i like that so what about other ideas with pizza dough do you remember the pizza pockets that we made at the beginning of the year and have not made in a while that would be a good idea too <gasps> Ooh, yummy pizza pockets okay what are some of your other ideas little mini blts Ooh, like okay. cheese sandwiches. Or, so you put bread, and then you put cream cheese and green olives on top. <laughs> and it's really good. Tea sandwiches. Yeah, tea sandwiches. Okay, I like that. Or maybe fruit skewers with pineapple and strawberries. Kiwi, yum! Kiwi or dragon fruit. <laughs> A lot of people don't necessarily have access to dragon fruit, but that is a good idea. What about mango? Ooh, no. I don't like mango very much. (laughs) Okay, but I think mango's a good idea, like mango and blueberry. I have a better idea. So fruit skewers, and then you stick the skewer into mango, and you dip it into heen. It's so good. Into heen? Yeah. Yeah. If kids like a little bit of spicy, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, watermelon to heen. Watermelon and tahini is good, too. Yep. I like tahini. It's really good. Five ingredient meatballs. Mm, that's a good idea. I like, like meatballs and lunch. With skewers, too. Skewer everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, instead of skewers, because skewers are too long, toothpicks. What if we mixed up breads? So instead of doing, like, sandwiches or the snack plates that we do a lot, we could do, like, a pita bread. What do you think of that? Ooh, like bread and olive oil? Uh, well, yeah, that would be a side. That's an interesting side. I was thinking more like a pita sandwich or a wrap instead of your regular <gasps> sandwich. A BLT wrap. You're into BLTs, aren't you? I love BLTs. BLTs and meatball subs are my favorite. I love meatballs. <laughs> and uh, you like the five-ingredient meatballs, but you also like the curried sweet potato turkey meatballs too, right? <gasps> Ooh, we haven't made those in a while. We can make those again. Those are good. And they're pretty good cold too. They'd be good. Yeah. For a lunch. Yep. What about more snack options? Um, wait. I don't really know. I haven't thought a lot about snack options, but I know my favorite snacks are, um, what is it called? I love, well, 
Ben loves chips. I do not like chips very much. You love plantain chips. Plantain <gasps> chips plantain and guac. Chip. Ooh, how about the pineapple salsa I made the other day? Ooh, yeah. Or my guac recipe. Of course. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But Wait, so if you have a, like, what is it, flask thing that keeps things warm? <laughs> a thermos, not a flask. A thermos. So a thermos, and then you add your homemade sauce. Mm-hmm. So homemade sauce. My meat sauce? No. Pasta sauce. Just a regular homemade pasta sauce? Okay. Yeah. And then you make meatballs. So you make, what is it called? Like, the five-ingredient meatballs, they're the best meatballs ever. You can't have any other meatballs with it, because they're, they're the best. And then you make the mini, and you put them in the sauce, and then you add, like, the little star pasta. So it's like the can, in the can. Which but you've never homemade. even had, have you? No, but it's homemade. Yeah, no, I love that. So it's the homemade can, but instead of just the meatballs and the sauce, you have pasta, too. I love it. I love that idea. Let's see. Any other ideas for mains that might be a little bit different than what we're doing now? I had an idea. Hear what? what you think about it. I know you're not a huge yogurt fan, uh, but your sister is. And what about like a yogurt parfait? Because you Ooh. have protein, you've got fat, you can do some granola, some fruit on there. Wait, for lunch? For lunch or for a snack. Oh, yeah. Like, so I like Greek vanilla yogurt mm-hmm. and then add stuff on it. But Greek and berry. Ooh, with your granola. The new granola? The strawberry peanut butter? Yes. You you guys like that one, huh? Yeah, but without the strawberries. You well, like it without the strawberries. It's going to probably be without the strawberries because Ren eats them. Paul? <laughs> That's true. I made this batch of granola, this peanut butter granola. That recipe is going to be up probably end of March, beginning of April on my website. And uh, it'll be in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club spring meal plan. And... I uses dried strawberries, and I had it all laid out in the counter because I made a couple batches in a row to test. And she came up and ate all of the freeze dried strawberries out of out of the yogurt. All right, any last main ideas, Sage? I know edamame. It's so good. Edamame is a good idea. Yeah. What would you serve with the edamame? Rice, definitely rice. Mm, it's like an edamame rice bowl type situation. Seaweed. Hmm. Seaweed's good too. And. Hmm. Salmon for protein. Like leftover salmon. <laughs> that sounds so like a delicious make, bowl, yeah. So you, so you sh- for like the salmon from leftovers. If you have salmon and then you, you make salmon and you make a little bit extra for lunch. I love that. Like, Do you think kids will eat leftover cold salmon? I will. You will. Okay. I'm a kid. You are a kid. Oh gosh, this was really fun, Sage. Thank you so much for your input. I love it. High five. Thanks for being Bye. on again. Bye.
All right, that was really fun. I hope you all enjoyed that little clip. I loved a lot of Sage's ideas, although they were a bit meatball heavy. <laughs> I think, though, unintentionally, she made a really good point that school lunch or packing lunch for your kids for school or whatever it is you're packing lunch for them for, it doesn't need to mean sandwiches. You can pack up leftovers in a thermos, especially if it's something your kiddo already loves for dinner. There's no reason it can't be their lunch. My five-year-old has been known to ask for her favorite chicken noodle soup for breakfast, so why not serve it for lunch? If your kids like pizza, mini pizzas, especially cup cut into fun shapes, makes me think of Lunchable pizzas as a kid, or pizza pockets using pre-made dough. I have a link to that recipe on my website. I'm a huge fan of make-ahead lunches because it makes lunch packing or lunch making, if you're a homeschool mom, that much easier throughout the week. So meatballs, leftovers, and the like are all great options. As the weather starts to get warmer, I think it's fun to mix up the way that you serve lunches. You don't have to reinvent the wheel entirely. If you're someone who does like snack plate bento box style meals or you do sandwiches day in and day out, you can just adjust it a little bit. Use a pita or a wrap instead of bread. Try banana sushi instead of a ham sandwich. Banana sushi is just a wrap with peanut butter or sun butter, a banana and honey drizzled on it if you want it. Then you just roll it up and slice it and it looks kind of like sushi, but it's sweet and delicious and has a little bit of protein in there as well. So my kids love it. If your kids like chicken salad, make chicken salad lettuce wraps. You might be surprised at how many kids love them, my youngest included, and she is my more selective eater, but she loves a crisp piece of lettuce. She loves my cucumber dill chicken salad, and my copycat Trader Joe's wine country chicken salad is also a family and community favorite. So that's a good idea. You can also put that in a wrap if they're not a fan of the lettuce option. I think whenever you're in any sort of cooking slump, lunches included, it's a good time to start to think outside the box. Think of different ideas than the day-to-day -day things that you normally go to. So I mentioned a yogurt parfait. Oftentimes we have that for breakfast, but there's no reason that we can't have that for lunch. You could pack this separately with yogurt in a small mason jar, berries in a container with some granola so they can mix it up on their own. Smoothies are a great idea for a main or for part of a main. I have these awesome little smoothie cups. You might have seen me share them over on Instagram. I'll link them in the show notes. They're glass, but they're very sturdy. They have a silicone outer ring and they have a straw top as well as a sealed top that you can put on it. So you could actually pack it with the top sealed and then pack the straw in there for your kids to drink the smoothie that way. All they have to do is shake it up if it happens to separate a little bit, which happens sometimes with smoothies. But that's a great option if your kids are kind of over sandwiches and deli meats and things like that. We also love pasta salad. There is a pizza pasta salad lunchbox recipe on my website my kids really love. I use Applegate turkey salami, or not salami, Applegate turkey pepperoni, some mini mozzarella balls, some tomatoes. It's an all-in-one meal, which is awesome because you can make it at the beginning of the week and serve it throughout the week. It's really good served cold, which I know can be a struggle with school lunches, especially as it gets warmer. A pesto veggie pasta salad is a great idea as well. Any sort of pasta salad, if your kids are into pasta and they're willing to eat it cold, pasta salad is one of my favorite options for school lunches. 
Another way to mix it up would be to just mix up the protein option. Instead of deli meat or peanut butter, make some egg cups at the beginning of the week. I have three different egg cup recipes on my website, or you can make up some deviled eggs. I also have some deviled egg recipes on my website, which are one of my favorites. Hard-cooked eggs are a good option too, but sometimes it's fun to do something like a deviled egg with some bacon or some pickles. If your kids like that, that's a great way to mix up the protein. For sides, it could be as simple as mixing up how you are serving sides. You could absolutely switch up the actual sides that you're serving. So if you are doing carrots and blueberries, you could do celery and strawberries. If you are just doing carrots and celery, you could try peppers. You could try cucumbers. Mix up the type of vegetables you're serving your kids, the type of fruits you're serving your kids, or the way you serve them. Like Sage mentioned, the fruit skewers. You could do a fruit salad. If your kids are okay having things mixed up together, you can use little cookie cutters. Um, I guess they're not technically cookie cutters, but you can buy little fruit cutters online. I know that's one extra step. And honestly, we don't do that often outside of like the first couple of weeks of school to make things a little bit more fun. But for the most part, we just slice and add it to the lunchbox or add it to the plate, depending on what we're doing that day. So changing up the type of side, but if your kids are the type of kids who just like the same old, they like their carrots or their celery or their peppers, and they are not eating them as much as they did before, but you're not sure if they will try something new, you could add in a couple slices of pepper alongside their carrots or a couple of snap peas with their celery and see if maybe they'll go for those or change up what they have to dip them in. So try my homemade herb ranch, Sage's guacamole she mentioned, add a lot of lime juice so it doesn't brown, but the little guacamole cups you can get from Holy Guacamole, a holy with a W-H, are really delicious too. You can get those at a lot of uh, grocery stores. We make a green goddess dip, which we call the Hulk dip in our house my kids really like. A fresh pineapple salsa is really great with something like plantain chips as well. So change up how you're serving sides, even if you feel like your kids aren't going to go for changing the sides entirely. But maybe, like I said, they're not eating them as much as they did before. They might need some encouragement to switch things up a little bit. And last but not least... Add in some fun extras. Maybe you want to make an energy ball or my lemon blueberry bars. If your kids can have nuts at school, my kids really like those in the springtime. Uh, you use dried blueberries for those, and those are really tasty. Or I have a carrot cake energy ball recipe that I was actually making in the kitchen earlier today that's going to come out my website in a couple of weeks. You could make muffins together. I have a banana oat flour muffin on my website that I love making with my kids. Maybe make something together at the beginning of the week. If they like mini muffins, you can make it in mini muffin tins. Make a snack together, make a side together, get them involved in the kitchen, even just once a week. It doesn't need to be all the time. They don't need to be making their own lunch every single day, though my daughter does make her own lunch quite a bit. I know that that can be one extra layer of stress for some mamas, depending on your kiddo's age and ability. Get them in the kitchen encourage them to help you make the decisions for lunches too. Sometimes we just need our kids to say, I am bored of this. I want something new. And you can ask them what they want, mix in something different, add in a new cookie or cracker or something you think they might like. 
experiment with some of those new things as well and see what they might go for. Just switch it up a little bit for your sake and your kids' sake. I think it'll help make that mid-year slump feel a little bit less slumpy. If you want more school lunch inspiration, I have a ton of previous podcast episodes from the beginning of the school year, as well as a couple of great blog posts with creative kids school lunch ideas. So I'll link those in the show notes. I also wanted to mention we have a brand new Healthy Mama guide coming out in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club this month. I'm calling it Turn Up the Beat, 20 veggie-filled recipe ideas to get more veggies in your kids and yourself. I heard from a lot of mamas at the end of the year that they want more tips for sides and getting more veggies into their kids. And this will give you a ton of options, both adding in extra vegetables to meals you might already enjoy, as well as some really delicious vegetable sides that my family loves with lots of options to switch it up based on the season. This will be available to all member tiers, so if you're thinking about joining, now is a great time. You can try out your first week free at patreon.com slash healthymamachris. Plans start at just $3 a month for weekly meal inspiration, member-exclusive recipes, bonus tips, and tools like the veggie ebook that I just mentioned. There's also the option for a bonus podcast episode each and every month and a seasonal mix-and-match family meal plan. The next one comes out in April, but right now you can still grab the winter meal plan. As always, I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris. Please share this episode with a friend if you thought it was helpful and definitely let me know which podcast episodes and topics you're enjoying and what you want to see more of. This podcast is for you. Good luck packing those school lunches and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.